Witness some of the most enlightened minds of a generation at the very zenith of their creativity. Welcome back to A Bad Case of Loving Who. I'm Thomas Medina and joining me, I'm sensing that it's sort of unrelentingly evil. It's Christopher Stennett. Hello. You know, I thought you were going to go with something about in my prime and then you went evil. (laughs) And that, fair enough, sums me up. I think so. And also joining us, sometimes this team structure isn't flat. It's Eliza. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, and everyone else. Yeah, I guess. Welcome back to them, too. By the um, way, this flattens team structure. Yeah. It's definitely Howard the top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. The top of that mountain. Um, welcome to this podcast. It's about Doctor Who, where we talk about Doctor Who. I've stopped reading. This isn't... I didn't write that down. I'm just... There might be new listeners. They might not know what's going on. So, we talk about Doctor Who. We talk about the latest episode. We spoil it. And often we don't know what's going on. But we work it out. This whole season. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And this episode is The Haunting of Villa Diodati. Written by Maxine... I said that with Maxine... Alderton, and directed by Emma Sullivan. Would you like to hear the IMDb synopsis, Chris? Well, you're going to write it anyway, so it's not really up to me. One week I might not. You never know. <laughs> but no, I'm going to read it now. <laughs> um, when you forget your phone. Yeah, yeah, when I forget my phone, I won't. But IMDb says, Villa Diodati, 1816. On a night that inspired Mary Shelley's Frankenstein... The plan was to spend the evening in the presence of literary greats, but the ghosts are all too real, and the Doctor is forced into an earth-shattering decision. I really wonder who writes these for IMDb, because they're so different every... Like, Mm -hmm. they don't have the same dramatic tone. Sometimes they're just really... This happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some ways they're like this, the dramatic decision. Yeah. And sometimes they're like... Love and hate will find the truth <laughs> and stuff. But, yeah, interesting descriptions. Okay, so, episode eight. Yeah. We're in the final few episodes of the season. And here we are back in 1816, a historical episode mm. um, in a haunted house. What did we think of this setting and the characters we meet at the beginning? The Characters we met at the beginning. Um, so on that cold open that we. Yeah, the cold open. Yeah. Another cold open. Yes. Very stormy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the characters were. A lot of lightning in this episode. Yeah. So much flashing. <laughs> yes, and perfectly timed. Ah, oh, always perfectly timed. <laughs> yes. Um, but I love the idea of a horror story. Yeah. Yeah. Although it does seem a bit. Similar, similar to last week. True, yes. Keeping with the horror theme from yes. last week. For sure. Um, and so were you saying, Eliza, you know a fair bit about these people? I wouldn't say a fair bit. I know a little bit about that night. Right. More and than... why they were all there. 
more than me than and Chris. Two. So yeah. Yeah. combined, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw like from last episode the shorts for this right. week, I was quite excited. Yeah. I was curious to see what happened. Yeah, nice. I find it interesting that you just assume I know nothing. <laughs> Do you know anything? No. <laughs> yeah, safe assumption on that on that one. So supposedly this is um, based on the time that Mary Shelley was writing Frankenstein. So um, yes, and you you can see from this episode what inspired her. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's how it factually played out. I didn't know. Factually yeah, factually. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, at the end of that cold open, I quite enjoyed just the, I mean, it's classic and an easy laugh, but just the screaming before the titles come up. Um, I didn't. You didn't enjoy that? Didn't. Oh. <laughs> I thought there was no reason for scream. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't. There's someone knocking are you expecting these people not to be there? That's right. And they didn't look particularly unusual. They were in the no. right clothes for the era. Indeed. Except for the doctor. Except for the doctor. What was she wearing? Her usual? Yeah. Uh, not it? quite her usual, but... Oh, slightly. I, yeah. Right. She definitely wasn't dressed as yeah. a female would have been. That's true. And there's no reason for them to be scared of the people yeah. inside. Um, I found that confusing. But... Doctor and companions yeah. screaming because I think they've had more scary experiences than yeah. someone opening a door. I, I'd agree with that. It's true, it didn't make sense, but still, I enjoyed the screaming. At least it was something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I liked how we came right back to that moment after the titles. Mm. Um, uh and so they seem like they're there just to kind of meet Observe, these people. yeah. Yeah. Just for some fun. Mm. Which... Twist story. Yeah. Which, of course, doesn't happen because they're no. quickly involved in a horror story themselves. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And so what's the first creepy stuff that happens? Is the hand coming out of paint? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it the... Um, Pot going across. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they both happen very quickly in between each other. Um, yeah, throwing that vase or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some classic creepy horror house stuff. Yeah. Enjoyable? I found it enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. A bit, um, bit expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... strange yeah i i think i enjoyed the start just it feels like it's been a while since a historical episode i don't know mm. if that's true maybe since spyfall have we been back to real people am i forgetting one? Oh yeah we had tesla that wasn't long ago but anyway yeah. i so yep yeah so not that long but still i um i liked just getting to have things at the start at least a bit more classic some mm. just some actors that seemed good playing some characters the camera wasn't shaking around too much just some <laughs> nice slow horror i like it when things just go a bit classical it calms me it soothes me Couldn't. um 
<laughs> so yeah, I really liked all of that. And these characters, I mean, particularly, so um, we've got Mary Shelley and we've got um, Lord Byron. And who's the other guy? Mr. Shelley. Ah, uh, yeah. Mary's. She will end up marrying him, but they're not actually married at that point. Right. And Lord Byron's doctor, whose name I can't remember. Oh. And then Mary Shelley's step or half-sister, who's the other girl. Okay. after Lord Byron. I see, yes. Okay, yeah, because the whole dynamic going on there as soon as we arrive, which is fun. And the butler. And the butler. The butler had some good moments. Indeed. <laughs> some classic, the butler's behind Graham moments. Um, uh, and I enjoyed the whole Lord Byron um, flirting with the doctor thing. Mm. Um, he was very into her. But a spice. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, we haven't seen much of that with Jodie Whittaker. No, um, we haven't. Although, um... Two years ago, there was something. Oh, Tesla. Yeah. She got along with Tesla pretty well. Indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. So, scary things are happening. It's a haunted house. And, um... So, at yes. this stage, I didn't really see where the Doctor Who sort of sci-fi stuff came in. Right. So, yeah. I was still waiting for that. Yeah. And then, so they start discovering it's like all perception filter stuff. Mm, There's a, that they, was use, good. they use the perception filter idea a lot ever since like, like season three. I think it's <laughs> one of the most recurring kind of plot ideas. It's uh, an easy way out in a way. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. Um, so yeah, they're not seeing the real house. They're seeing this kind of extra Mm. layer of a house that's against them. I quite enjoyed that part, just seeing them trying to get out of there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I must say that was shot very well. Yeah. Yeah, that was because the same shot, they would leave the room and then come back in another Mm. spot. Yes. That was well done. Um, and there were some great other like scary shots there was one in particular where um what's her name that other one you mentioned was going they were going down into the cellar and they've got um uh candles and hers mm-hmm. blew out and then it just went black on that whole side of the screen yeah and there's graham over the other side going um <laughs> what happened it's a pretty scary shot yeah that was good yeah there were a few like though yeah um the companions this episode, the last few episodes, it feels like they've split up a fair bit. This one, no. Mm. Not so much. No. They were more just all kind of around. Didn't mm. have a lot to do. No, they didn't. Think. Well, they were told not to do anything. That's true. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, at the end, Ryan tries to do something and the doctor gets mad at him. So, <laughs> um, yeah. That's right, they're just kind of snooping around. And classic Graham's got a few good lines. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the ghosts mm-hmm. stuff was good yeah. with Graham. 
<laughs> was a bit clueless as to what was going yeah, on. Yeah, which is typical. I- <laughs> yeah, I like how he comments like, "There's never any food." Mm. <laughs> they bring him food, and that's true. Oh. They never really get a breath to have a snack on their adventures. So did the ghost bring in that food? <gasps> that's my feeling, and that worries so. me. Like, surely yeah. ghost food does weird stuff to you. Yeah, I don't think he would care. He's been wanting food <laughs> since the first episode he was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, it's taken a lot of episodes. <laughs> um. Well, then, basically, before we know it, this has become a Lone Cyberman episode. Did you see that coming? No. Never. Yeah, me neither. But I think it was... I quite liked it. Yeah. I could see the similarities between Franklin, like Frankenstein's monster yeah. and Cyberman, you know, zombie. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. see how she got that idea. For sure. Yes, the factual... <laughs> the factual... <laughs> Source comes through. material, the historical, yeah, context. Um, yeah, and w- when the Cyberman's getting zapped by the lightning as well, it's like yeah. waking up the monster. Um, yeah, so yeah, pretty surprising though, hey, because mm. we've known this lone Cyberman's coming, but this episode sets itself up as like, oh, just a just filler some... historical yeah. episode, don't worry about anything. <laughs> And then suddenly there it is. About time as well. Yeah, they've been... <laughs> it's one of the, you know, broader plot oh, things yeah. that comes in. And because there's not long left. Mm. Um, but also in that, no mention of um, Thomas Child. Yeah, no Thomas Child. Or anything else. No other Doctor stuff. No. Um, and yeah, what did you think of the look of the Lone Cyberman? Because I, was, I really liked that, actually. Because it's not like what we've seen the half yeah. kind of like it's mm. he hasn't been totally converted, yeah. converted yeah i thought it was creepy in the dark yeah and even creepier up close yeah and and he was brutal too he was like like a terminator or like it reminded me of tim shaw again as well like a yeah. big scary dude um but because even when you're like seeing him at the end Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't get any less scary because that design looks pretty proper. He's so, so pale and mm. deathly. I was um, at first watching him really closely because I thought surely there's someone we know under there. Mm. But it, didn't, it wasn't anyone we knew, was it? I, I've been trying to make that connection. But... Yeah, I, I don't think it's there. But... Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, because mm. we've met so many disparate people that mm. we feel like never got their conclusion but yeah seems like a new guy um so yeah he he's after this cyberman ai thing called the siberian which does anyone remember exactly what what I it's for feel like we've heard that before maybe yeah mm-hmm I can't remember what it was for, though. Yeah, I feel like they mentioned something about it remembers how to win or it knows how to win all future battles for the Cybermen or something. Mm. But I might be making that up. But it's something powerful anyway that everyone wants. (laughs) Probably not something to give away. Yeah. Don't give him what he wants. Don't give the lone Cyberman what he wants. That was like... Uh, everything said. you know is a lie and don't give the lone cyberman what it wants they're the two things we have to remember 
And the doctor just... It's like, does Captain Jack even matter? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I, I would have thought you would have yeah. paid attention more to Captain Jack. Yeah. Like, because you just, in this new... Oh, that's right. The word. Um, like, does she just forget that he actually knows stuff? Yeah. This is Captain Jack. And also, he's been... He's come from, like, the 52nd century. Yeah. So she, And, like, she's all going, yeah. time will change. I'm like, he would know that. He's from the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he came specifically. He was like, this is the mm. one thing you got to know. Mm. It's the most important thing. He was so adamant. I only kid out three companions. Yeah. yeah. Just tell her. Yeah. Pretty strange dynamic there with that whole... The way that played out. But, um... So, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, the well, the Doctor gives him what he wants. The Siberian. Because otherwise, he was about to... What was he about to... He was about to bring through a cyber ship or something. And they would have had trouble. They would have had problems. So, mm. rather than win today... I mean, rather than lose today and win the future, she decided to win today in this episode, but lose the future. And like, I thought it was totally different. Oh, really? Instead of dying today, they're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It's a short but success. Went, but then she did the opposite to what she was wanting to do. Mm. I think. With the Siberian stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, because she took it herself. Yeah, for a brief moment she took it herself. But then she was like, yeah, but then she was like, nah, I can't. I'm not, I'm not going to lose now. Sure, fine, take it. And we'll be fine for now. But have problems later for the next episode. So, maybe she does um, know some strategy from actually having it. Oh, p- potentially, maybe. Yeah, because it, it'd be strange that she had that whole moment where she takes it if mm-hmm. if nothing matters from that moment. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that comes into play. Um, the Lone Cyberman was like... I appreciated how brutal he was. Like, there's that yeah, moment same. where Mary Shelley's like, I see you, you're still, you're still a man or something. You saved the... You saved my baby. And then he's like... I saved him because he's sick and weak and... Um, and he was so brutal. Hmm. He's a real monster. I like how we see the contrast of his um, Eiffel nature and the Doctor's humanity. Yeah. So. Yeah. I found him, yeah, probably mm. pretty scary. In the same way that they did the Dalek last season. Mm. I feel like they've done a pretty good job of adding some scariness to the Daleks and the Cybermen with Jodie Whittaker's run. Because that Dalek, how it was a big tentacly thing, that was pretty freaky too. Um, I think that's necessary. Yeah. Because they've started to be- They're monsters that we know. Yeah. And love. Yeah. They're monsters. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's good to see that they're scarier. Yeah. And this works better than the Power Ranger Daleks, I think. Mm. Yeah. But scariness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was just pretty... Yeah, they were pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, the companions kind of want to are kind of skeptical of the doctor's plan, but the doctor has her whole speech about how um yeah, not a flat team structure mm. and I got to make the hard decision. Which yeah, so when she was saying that, she was planning to let what was her yeah, I'm so confused. I don't know. Yeah, she didn't to so the Cyberman didn't get what he wanted. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know. She wanted to kill... She no. wanted to let the guy die. No, she actually she didn't want to kill... She oh, didn't yeah, want because... to kill Shelley because he's such a great mind and what would happen to history. the future. And then they're just like, but you need to. We're all going to die. Yeah, and so there like, were kind no, of three options. Oh, well, it was kind of... Th- it's more confusing than it feels like it needs to be. Because, yeah. So, hmm, yeah. I know the other, her three companions, the only time they did anything yeah. was when they were arguing with her. Because yeah. they didn't like her idea. And that's when she pulled rank. Yeah, pulled rank. And they're just like, but Jack said. Yeah, yeah that's right. That <laughs> Jack seems like know, a trustworthy guy. And they don't even know Jack. That's right, yeah. I reckon Jack just didn't have time to be all, you know... Um, flirt with the new doctor and so she doesn't trust him she didn't get caught up in his yeah. charisma if only she'd met him yeah she'd trust him yeah yeah um i felt i thought that was a pretty cool idea about how she um uh what's his name um percy shelley um, how she uses the Time Lord trick to, like, make him think he'd see his own death. Mm, yeah. So the Siberium comes out of him. Pretty clever little idea there. Um, yeah. Nice. And we've jumped around a lot, but um, anything else just around all of these things? Because we've jumped around heaps. But I feel like we've um, hit a lot of the main things well, suddenly. I, yes. So I don't know if you guys picked up on this. But the doctor says something about Lord Byron's daughter has a beautiful mind or something. Mm, That's Ada Lovelace. Yeah. Did you pick up on that, Christopher? No. No. I mean, I knew that Ada Lovelace was Lord Byron's daughter. I'd forgotten it until the doctor mentioned it. Right. But yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think there might be a connection. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's cool because I didn't pick up on that until, yeah, afterwards I read something. Yeah. I heard it, but understand it yeah yeah pretty cool little connection it's again Mm. like are they gonna have some crazy Uh, team up in the last episodes where they pull all these people together be nice that'd be cool but also um no (laughs) (laughs) nothing yeah um and then what happens in the last few minutes it's all wrapped up they're off well not right dumb Graham saw these two people that no one else saw. Yeah. Yeah. He saw the ghosts and was just like, but they're not real. And the doctor's like, well, maybe they are. Yeah. And they and they're food. He's just upset. That's right. Yeah. And they've got a cyber war to go and check out. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. <laughs> yeah. All together. Yeah. Which is going to be hectic with two more episodes mm. to go. Um, cool. Um, any uh, final thoughts on the episode from everyone before we get into our famous segment that everybody loves the most? 
uh, sort of an episode of two. Yeah. Where I, I liked the setup, um, and then I was in, enjoyed the ending even more. Mm. Yeah, cool. That's good. Eliza? I dislike historical episodes, especially yeah. if it's something I already know a little bit about or something I don't know anything about and I'm learning about. Yeah. Like the Indian partition episode last season. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so I like learning new things or building on my knowledge. Yeah. That's true. Goals for all learning the, the facts about <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I really didn't know there was a Cyberman like, yeah. in 1816, but now I do. But yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I have learned a lot of actual things this season about actual people. I mean, not, you know, tons in depth, of course. It's still Doctor Who as a sci-fi show, but, you know, I can now name a few more historical figures and That's all that picture them and I know what they look like. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I, I know something about their life which is pretty cool it's a cool benefit of doctor who going mm. back in time and yeah i also quite liked this episode probably one of my favorites this season probably one of my favorites from the last two seasons just a lot of fun some funny stuff some scary stuff mm. quite solid not as um i feel like not as many bits where you go huh that doesn't make sense as some of the other episodes this season like Orphan 55. Um, if you remember Orphan 55. Feels like so long ago. Um, great. So that is that episode. But wait. What about the segment that everybody knows and loves and is always talking about just all the time? Everything you think you know is a lie. We're not who we were told we are. <laughs> I don't think that's what he said, but that's the name of the segment. So, everything we think we know is a lie. Chris, have you got something yes, that you I think have. is going to be... In the next two episodes, in two episodes time, we're going to check if this is a true prediction that you're about to make. <laughs> Which doesn't... There's no way. Um, my thing that I think I know is... We thought this was the lone sub man. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we in fact see two? Because it's half a sub man and half a man. So I don't think it's a sub man. That is an interesting prediction. I like that. The lone cyber man is not really a lone cyber man. And is possibly kind of two people in a way. Yeah. I like that. Let's see how twisty these next two episodes get. Eliza, do you have something? Um, not really. Well, um, <laughs> I suppose, you know, just the Lord Byron. Yeah. And the father of Ada Lovelace. We've seen both of them in the same season. Um, I know. She could be the timeless child. <laughs> or, or that kid that was saved the baby yeah that was weak maybe that's a timeless child whoa okay a couple of timeless child predictions <laughs> yeah if any of the offspring in this episode are timeless children then you'll get points out of this segment at the Yay. end um okay mine is um we had 
I think a lot of it might have been Graham based, but um, in this episode, Graham saw ghosts mm-hmm. and he said to himself, Am I seeing dead people? Um, Graham is a ghost. That's why he can see them. Yeah, Graham's a ghost. That's why he saw them. He's one of them. That's why he can eat their food. He's just, he's ghosting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, there was another reason. But no, I forget what it was. But yeah, Graham, Graham a ghost. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> you just want someone to die. <laughs> yeah. You're already dead. <laughs> well, yes. I think someone's going to die soon. But who? Looking forward mm. to it. <laughs> okay, two episodes to go, so we'll catch you then. In the meantime... Here to play us out is the Cybermen theme from Season 2. You know why. It's quite obvious. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast app, Spotify, Pocket Casts. And for now, until we meet again, Chris, you have the final words. There are a lot of Cybermen in that episode. And Rose was lost. Maybe she's coming. Did you just make another prediction? (laughs) No, of course not.